Hi, and welcome to Confidence Equals Beauty with Amanda Taylor. I am your host, Amanda Taylor. Hi, and welcome to Confidence Equals Beauty podcast number nine. And today I want to talk about, you know, attracting right people in your life. I, I really feel like when you're, you know, attract the right people in your life, it means finding people who are right for you in relationships or in friendships. And when you're able to attract the right people in your life, you are able to have deep and meaningful relationships. And I believe we all really crave and want to be connected to people and connecting with other people and building a genuine friendship is a simple skill that can be learned. Um, however, I, you know, I feel like for many of us, we still like we struggle with this skill or we just need to almost like have a refresher course on building meaningful relationships. You know, we need to kind of recognize what relationships are helping us, not helping us. I think we also have to recognize in, in the time in our life we're in that sometimes you know, trying to build a friendship or maintain a friendship or even start any type of relationship, it can be very challenging. Uh, I think this happens more and more in adulthood. The more and more I talk to people with this subject and the more, you know, I'm trying to discover myself, like who really are my friends? Who are just people that I just know? And, you know, a lot of this has really come really in my face and I, and I, talking to other people, it seems like it's really happened in them really since COVID, you know, we all recently lived in a time where we were transitioning from lockdown days and we we're socializing and gathering in person, you know, came to a halt. And we were being told getting together would cause the virus to spread and cause loved ones to get sick. And we lived in an almost state of mind where panic and anxiety, you know, centered around just being social. You know, for me, I, the only thing I really think that helped me, but I think it really kind of helped us is having social media. We found new ways to interact like Zoom or maybe FaceTime. Or any program that allowed us to talk and see another person via video, phone, cell phone. You know what I mean. Um, and I have conversations with people all the time. And after that long period of basically, you know, we were really alone. It has been challenging to reconnect with friends. And there's almost like this awkwardness when it comes to even trying to start up a conversation with others. Uh, this seems to happen mostly with new introductions, you know, with new people in our lives, or maybe someone you may have lost touch with. And we all, like, we have ways to feel connected or at least keep in touch with each other by using social media. And I'm thankful that I can keep up with friends and family who live away from me. I enjoy their families and the activities they do. I comment saying things like how beautiful their families are, or if I see a person working hard on, let's say, a personal goal, I will comment to cheer them on. And the biggest thing I do not like about social media is I think we get lazy and really making the true connection with the person we are quote unquote connected to 
or friends with. You know, social media and how we label friends, I think, brings its own complications. I have lots of social media friends local in my town, but when we walk past each other, like at the grocery store, or we maybe see each other at the soccer fields or any event our town throws, I really don't interact with them in person. And it, this seems quite normal for most of us now in how we quote unquote make friends. And I just wonder why it seems we may do this. You know, we meet someone and have a good first introduction to each other. And then we ask to connect with them as friends on social media. But do we actually really send that text or make that phone call? Or do we, or, you know, we do not ask the person for face-to-face -face interaction to get to know them closer. It's just like, we're okay with that. Oh, I'll just follow them on, you know, social media. We're friends. I know what's going on in their life, you know, and I, I don't know. I just feel like we've lost that connection of, hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to meet for coffee? And really building on to that. So I kind of want to share some insights and perspective on this struggle as an adult and making friends or being a good friend, you know, or building relationships, maintaining relationships, you name it. And let me be honest with y'all, in all self-disclosure, I really think I am the world's worst at getting lost in my life and just surviving the day-to-day -day task that weeks can go by. And I realize I haven't talked to anyone who I care about. You know, and I hear this with most of my friends. Life is so busy just trying to live that they also confess that they forget from time to time to check up on friends. And I think we not may, I don't know, do we really know or understand how to make true genuine friendships? Um, I can't help but wonder the generation before us, pre-social media and smartphones, did they have a better grasp of making true connection with people? You know, like I've mentioned before, it's so easy to just scroll through Facebook, Instagram, and catch up on someone's life that you may just assume you know what's happening in someone's life. And it's easy to like or post or comment and bam, you're done communicating. And then months go by and then you run into the person. And there's actually so much more to catch up on. And one of the reasons I really, like, you know, like I said, enjoy social media is because the friends and families who are scattered like all over the place. I have a better way of at least having a glimpse into their life. You know, these friends or these people usually are friends made up from years back in like high school or college or any other season that I had made through life. So I just wonder if you feel that way too. If you feel like you're struggling and making deep, genuine friendships or even enter into quality relationships, I just wonder if you feel the same way. Um, so I want to share with you my thoughts and feelings on things that have kind of helped me or that I've learned from, from others, and just kind of some tips and traits that I hope benefit you as they're benefiting me. I think the most important thing when being in any kind of relationship is simply be you. Just be yourself. And I know it does sound silly, 
you know, be your true self in every situation you are faced with, you know, and I've heard it written by other influencers or experts, be unapologetically you. No matter who you're around, which it can be tricky in situations when you are meeting new people, I really want to encourage you not to downplay yourself and who you are. And what I mean by this is do not allow your self to create a smaller version of yourself. So let me use myself. I am a talker. I know I can come on strong at first meeting. I know I'm deep in conversations. I'm very expressive. Um, I can talk very loud, not meaning to. And I often apologize first because I am very talkative like I said, big, excited, almost very hyper, especially when I'm meeting someone for the first time or I haven't seen someone in a long time. And I apologize for this all the time because deep down, I fear rejection that the other person will not like me for just being me. And the thing I can tell myself instead of downplaying me is I have a gift to be able to talk to anyone in a room. And I learn as much as I can about someone. And I have to tell myself, if a person does not like me for being talkative, then the person may not be for me or I may not be for them. And I have to remind myself, I do not have to apologize for being me. And often we try to, you know, quiet or agree more, or we try to filter everything we say and do for fear of rejection. And if we downplay ourselves and do not own up to who we really are, are we really going to attract the right kind of people? Will we attract people who will also downplay themselves? Maybe do not show up who they genuinely are. And if you think about it, I really think that's like the biggest bummer when trying to make a connection with others. I mean, who really wants to attract a watered-down versions of themselves? And also, the maybe pretending to be the idealistic version of who you want others to think you are can cause problems in making relationships. Who wants to keep up that facade? You, I think, will really get annoyed with yourself and the other person quickly if you're not being who you really are. I also just kind of want to talk about, you know, sometimes we come across people or sometimes you may be this way where, you know, you disagree with someone and you want to debate with them or try to prove your point. I'm not saying water that down or not be who you are. You are entitled to be your true self, but I really will encourage you to open up and just listen to the other person's perspective to maybe learn something new, you know, and this may be something you're not aware of or something you are aware of, uh, but just, you know, kind of keep in mind, you know, is your true self, you know, is it really because you want to be right or because you fear if you're not right, another person won't accept you for who you are. I don't know. Just something to think about. Also, when you're at a social gathering, who are the people you gravitate to? So for me, I love a person who shows up 
at them, like just as themselves. And I'm pretty good at picking up, you know, I don't know, vibes or auras or I, I don't know what to call it, but I can just pick up things from other people. And I'm actually able to tell if a person's being fake or being themselves. Like I said, I don't know, call it a gift, a curse, but I've met other people who kind of have that same thing when they're talking to someone, they can really pick up, you know, that person's kind of being fake or that person actually is really a true person or there's just something about them I don't trust or, or maybe like, oh my gosh, where's this person been in my life? You know, they're so real. And so, you know, I really enjoy or I respect someone who is kind of blunt and says what's on their mind um, versus someone who pretends to agree. Now, I can be blunt, but a lot of times I hold back because, like I said, I fear rejection or something like that. But someone who just kind of speaks it or like, you know, when everyone's thinking it, but nobody wants to say it, but that person just kind of says it. And then everyone kind of like stops, but then they're like in agreement. I really enjoy that person and hanging out with a person like that. I love someone who just beams like just true happiness and just speaks very positive words. Uh, I'm not really attracted to someone who gossips or speaks negatively about anybody. I, I just, I don't know. It's a negative vibe I just don't like. I wouldn't want someone talking bad about me. So therefore, I don't want to talk about someone else, especially if they're not in, you know, they're not there. They can't defend themselves. It's just not fair. I think a person who is genuinely true to themselves are people who are accepting of other people and willing to put themselves out there to make a connection, to make that friendship, to keep that friendship, to meet that friendship halfway, to invest in that friendship. And I also think people who are often attracted to another person is because they are connected with that person. This can look like hobbies, activities, interests, religion, values, like you name it. We all have ways of what attracts us to someone else and being a friend. When people find commonality in each other, it, it does create a connection. And people who are themselves tend to be liked because we know what to expect when interacting with this person. So my hope for you and everyone listening today, tomorrow, in the future, is that you can show up as your true self and not downplay or exaggerate or pretend. Just be you. Because you probably have no idea. Or you may know. I don't know. You really are probably awesome just the way you are, and you're holding back. Another thing to keep in mind when attracting right people in your life is you're not for everyone. And I, this, I, I really don't like this topic right here, but it's true. Guess what? And you're not for everyone, and not everyone is for you. And I've struggled with this so many times with this idea. I felt like I failed as a person if I was not someone's... I don't know, cup of tea. You know, I would try to get to the bottom of why we didn't vibe and I would end up stressed and worried. I also felt guilty about not having that connection with someone. Or, you know, maybe I just kept them around as a friend for fear of hurting a person. 
And sometimes in life, you just don't click. And I think that's okay. This does not mean there's anything wrong with you or the person. And it also doesn't mean that you hate or that person hates you. You know, there, it, if you don't connect, you know, there's no hard feelings. You just do not need to spend any more time trying to force a friendship that just doesn't work. I think we do stress over if someone doesn't like us and we can start to like harden ourselves to be open or maybe we stress, maybe we did something wrong. And this can happen with friends for a long time that grow off so apart. Maybe one time in your life you were all on the same page and you were great friends, but as life continued, you both may have changed and that friendship is not what it was before. And maybe you're not the favorite flavor anymore. And I think that's okay to recognize this when it's happening. Allow your, each other to let the nature of the friendship run its course. And this doesn't mean you have to have this big old breakup. But it's okay to recognize it the season and allow each other to go. Still be true to yourself. You will attract people you actually want or need in your life. I think it's also very important to disarm yourself. No one likes being vulnerable. No one wants to show up and put themselves out there for fear of rejection. But if you truly want to make a connection and a friendship, someone has to make the first move and break the ice. Let me just kind of share with you kind of what I mean. So I have a friend that I've known for a very long time. And I really like her. She's such a likable person when you really get to know her. But she can come across with almost an invisible do not disturb sign on her forehead. Or she kind of has this standoff. Maybe kind of come across as rude. Especially when you're first getting to know her. Now, I know deep down. She is trying to protect herself by keeping her walls and guard up. I know this because I have been friends with her. And I was able to kind of break the ice and get to know her. And I've had the privilege of seeing those amazing vulnerable moments. And she shines and just is a great friend and continues to be a great friend. But the thing that she could not really ever understand is when I would introduce her to someone who maybe I knew is she sent that negative vibe off. Um, and that's kind of what she's kind of had to learn about herself is that you don't always have to have your guard up all the time. And I think this can really hurt you in making friendships if you're the kind of person. And you may not realize you're even doing this because, like I said, you may have been hurt in the past. And I don't know your story. And you have every right to, to feel what you feel. But I really think you can really hurt yourself in making friendships if you keep your guard up every time you meet someone new. It's okay to take the shield 
down. Now, this doesn't mean you have to share your deep, dark secrets. But I have learned when you open up to someone, it can open up so much more for the other person to feel comfortable around you. And opposite, like, I can come across extremely giddy and happy when I meet a person. And I've been told I'm fake. And no, really, I just love meeting people. I love talking. I love learning about who they are. And, you know, I've had to learn to show up generally positive and excited. I've also learned that not everyone wants someone like me in their lives, and that's okay. This also means I don't have to keep my guard up because I'm worried that someone isn't going to like my giddiness or, you know, my excitement. Just because so-and-so didn't like maybe my ways doesn't mean another person will feel that same way. You know, someone may absolutely love that. So try to disarm yourself. Not everyone is out to hurt you. And I know sometimes we are guarded because, like I said, the hurt that has been done to us. And I really do believe if you can drop the walls down, this can allow people to see you for you. And you can make a connection with others. You can build your friendship. This helps you in the relationship you are already in. Or whatever. The stages, if it's the beginning, the middle, into a long relationship. I really think when you let your walls down and you allow people in, amazing things can really happen. So, kind of switching gears, I think it's also time to actually face letting go of crappy relationships. And this is challenging. This is when you have to stop and look and evaluate who is in your life. So, for me, I look back in my life and I've had kind of a series of three friends over my lifetime who kind of all had the same characteristic that I even didn't realize had this until I evaluated and looked back. But it seemed like I had a hard time letting these friends go. And the characteristic I found myself allowing in my life was not good. These friends were negative. Whenever something good in my life, you know, would happen, they would have like a snotty comment to make and it would bring me down. When I was succeeding in life, they would bring up, you know, a comment like, I'm secret jealous, like secretly jealous of you, or oh, good for you, wish it were me. Or they'd bring up like a hurtful memory, like, do you remember that time that they knew that memory would bring me down? And these were friends who complained about anything and everything every time I talked to them. They were also friends I could never be open and honest with about what I was feeling because I would fear if I shared something with them and they didn't like it I would receive a negative retaliation back so I kind of just agreed or just kind of was complacent in their life and you may wonder why I kept these friends for so long it was simple the three different times in my life 
these friends surfaced is because I had known them for a long time and I really wanted the friendship to work. However, the feelings and the friendship, in my opinion, was not reciprocated in the healthiest way back. And it basically came down, I had to let the friends go. And I'm sure we can relate to this. We tend to find someone or others that have been in our lives for a long time or even a short time, but they need to go because they're not really a good friend or they're not good friends. And guess what? I can also say I have also been that friend that was no longer serving a good purpose in that friendship. And it's okay to recognize that you may not be that right friend anymore or that the friend you let go may have served a purpose in your life. You may have served a purpose in their life. And at one point, you know, or another, and you can be grateful for that time. And it's okay to recognize that you may not be the friend you used to be. And it's okay to walk away, let them go. You'll be surprised how quickly you can attract the right people in the right season of life you're in now. So moving on to the next kind of point, I think it's okay to some people are good. I know we live in a dangerous world and stranger danger is a real thing. And that's a different conversation for a different time. But for now, I'll encourage you to assume that people are nice. Try to give people the benefit of doubt. Instead of thinking when you first meet someone and you are maybe afraid of opening up because you don't want to be annoying and the thoughts of doubt are creeping in. Maybe you're thinking they do not want, they do not care, they don't want to hear your stories. You know, I want you to keep telling your stories. Just don't assume they don't want to hear the story of your dog. I mean, think about it. If they are listening, they actually may care. Do not let the doubts and make your stories not interesting for fear of what someone else will think. If a person ends up not being interesting, then I'll go back to what I previously stated. That person is not your person. Keep telling the stories and being you. I think it is interesting after talking to many people, the same common thing occurred. We all will think we are the only person in the room that just feels all the anxiety and is socially awkward. Not true. I can guarantee you that you're not the only person who has ever felt this. I will never forget a time when I had a Christmas party. Oh, I would say about 15 years ago. All the friends who all knew each other had to cancel. But everyone who showed up was at least my friend. But they may not have known each other. Talk about awkward. Because they knew me and I knew them, but they did not know each other. I had to take a deep breath and introduce each person and allow the conversations to just happen. Come to find out there were people who were connected and those who did not, it, it was all okay in the end. And we all had a good time making our way out of that awkward first moment. More people are like you than you realize. Everyone feels awkward from time to time. Also, assume the good in the existing friendships. People are trying to just live life and survive these days. Try not to assume because you did not hear from someone that they are a horrible person 
or do they not care about you? Reach out. It could be something very innocent. This goes for the hard conversations with friends. And you have to share something that hurts. Please, both parties, don't assume the worst in each other. Assume that this is a place of hurt and love and that anything you put effort into working can be resolved. I think sometimes we just assume the worst case scenario. We just assume the worst in the person. And if I thought about that for every mom friend I had, I would be very alone because reality is once we actually can talk, we found out, okay, this kid was sick or we've been running the roads trying to get our kids to activities or I was sick or she was sick or, you know, we had to take care of a family member. You know, we're in a season of having to take care of our parents. And so we may have needed to take care of our parents. I mean, just don't assume the worst in someone because you don't hear from them. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And let's say they do bring up a conversation that you're like, whoa, I didn't mean that. Or, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't, you know, you may have said something that may have hurt them. Be open. Listen. Same thing. Just, I think it just, you really just have to assume the best in someone. And lastly, bring out that confidence in you. There are so many times people just assume being confident means being an extrovert. And that's not the case. I know many introverts who are extremely confident in who they are as a person. And so whether you're an introvert, extrovert, shy, outgoing, it's important that you are confident in who you are. If you do not believe you're an awesome person, then no one else will believe you are an awesome person. A true confident person just naturally rubs off on others. When you allow your confidence to come out and you're around a person who is not, you'll be surprised how much more relaxed others will begin to feel more comfortable around you. I always think this goes for people who are confident. There's a comfort from you that just helps just other people feel more at ease and making connection. If you feel uneasy, so will everyone around you. Let me remind you, confidence is not arrogance. You can be a very confident in who you are without being arrogant. Sometimes arrogance can backfire in making connection with others. And I think when you know who you are, you show up as your true self. You break down those walls. Try to see the good in people. Let go of anything that is, or anybody that's bringing you down. I think these are really good, helpful tips, especially when trying to make friendships. But these also can apply in maintaining friendships and relationships. So I hope these tips have helped you figure out what you need to do to maybe attract good people in your life. I encourage you to work on yourself first and be your best friend before you ever go out there and try to make connections and friendships with anybody else. There will be friends who come and go, friends that are lifetime and friends that become a memory. I encourage you to stay true to yourself Use these helps to help you improve current friendships, rekindle old friendships, and create new ones. And remember, confidence equals beauty.
If you're looking for more information to read on building confidence or just any life situations, please visit www.confidenceequalsbeauty.com. If you have any questions on any topic you want me to cover, please email me at amandarobinsontaylor at gmail.com. If you would please help me get this podcast to more people who could use the community and support, please like, follow, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, please rate this podcast, preferably a good rating, so this podcast can reach more and more people. I want to thank you for spending your time with me, and remember, confidence equals beauty.